0: hi guys you're listening to girl confidential today i have a very special guest with me i'm actually laying down with ash so if you hear any weird noises um heavy breathing (laughs) i have a baby on me because he doesn't really nap alone and um as a mom alone time is not a thing so if i keep waiting for the perfect time to record these then it's just never gonna happen so why not take advantage of the fact that I'm already laying down and um, my options of what to do right now are super limited. <laughs> so today we are talking about placenta consumption, but more specifically placenta encapsulation because that is the method that I used and it is the most common form of administration in the US. A lot of people don't know what encapsulation placenta encapsulation is. So I'm going to start off by explaining and differentiating the different methods because there are different ways to consume it. So placenta encapsulation is where you usually steam the placenta sometimes with things like lemon or ginger and then dry it out oftentimes using a dehydrator um, because it's fastest. So the Chinese method includes the steaming so to encapsulate it you don't have to steam it Um, but they are all dried out ground up and then put into the capsules in some fashion Um, and then whenever it's dried out like this you can also use it for topical use so you just mix it with a carrier oil and you can use it on things like diaper rash eczema face masks like there's so many things you can do with it some women much braver than i <laughs> will even just eat a part of the raw placenta with this method what they'll usually do is put it in a smoothie or something <laughs> i was not down for the raw placenta <sighs> i'm a bit squeamish so drying it out and taking capsules was the only way i was getting that in my body <laughs> um there is also the method of making it into a tincture which i'm not super familiar with but i am pretty sure that it's quite time consuming i'm pretty sure it takes a few weeks for that to be ready for use so most women don't want to wait that long they want it immediately because right when the placenta comes out that's when your hormones completely drop so having it as soon as possible is key But you can really do whatever you want with it. I mean, you could even grill it like a steak if (laughs) you're feeling really wild. So why would somebody want to consume their placenta? So placenta consumption can be found in historical Asian texts from like the 1500s. But it is thought to be tradition way earlier than that. Camelids, which are part of the camel family... And humans are the only mammals that don't routinely consume their placentas. It's gaining traction because of the vitamins and the hormones that are found inside, which are claimed to help with postpartum depression, baby blues, helps the uterus shrink and heal faster, promotes mother-baby bonding, and increases milk supply. And these are all from personal testimonies. So the research on placenta consumption is like pretty limited uh for me personally though knowing that i already struggle with depression so having like that predisposition to really intense postpartum depression um that was the main reason that i wanted to do it just to have some kind of safety net you know if it was going to benefit me in any way i wanted it and another big reason is because I mean, it was my baby's source of life the whole time that I carried him. And so it just felt really weird and wrong to just let it be labeled as biohazardous waste and thrown out. Like, my body created that organ, you know? And it just it didn't feel right. And so I wanted to utilize it in some way. I considered planting it, but... I, where the fuck am I gonna do that? <laughs> you know? So I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just consume it casual. So let's dive into what has been found in the placenta and then the benefits and the risks. So, researchers have actually found 15 different hormones in all of the placentas that they analyzed. They found progesterone and estradiol. Um, and then CRH, which is known to reduce stress, oxytocin, and then 11 other hormones at lower concentration. But as for the progesterone and estradiol, they said that the amounts were high enough to have noticeable uh, physiological effects. So that's huge considering right after delivery, your hormones plummet to nothing until they recalibrate. The placenta also contains a generous amount of iron, some B6, and small amounts of things like potassium, phosphorus, and several other minerals. And iron deficiency has actually been linked to depression. So this is the main reason why it's thought to help with PPD, because it helps increase your iron intake but since it's not enough to meet your daily requirements it is still recommended to supplement with iron because especially in women um it's pretty common to have low iron so the risks the only risk lies in the process of preparing it so making sure that it is preserved and processed correctly not on contaminated equipment that's really a foolproof way to not have any complications. If it is not preserved or prepared correctly, it could allow for bacteria to grow, which of course would possibly cause illness and that should be avoided by finding somebody that you trust and that is reputable in your area. You can find people that encapsulate placentas pretty much anywhere. Like Just google it, you'll have several people pop up Unless you're in the middle of nowhere, you can do it yourself, but I don't really recommend taking on that task after you just had a baby because <laughs> the stress I can't even imagine. Um, the turnaround time is usually only about two days, and the price will range anywhere from like one to three hundred dollars um, so. Just something to consider if you don't want to pay for it to be encapsulated and you don't care about having the capsules you could just do it the the raw way and um, put it in a smoothie so going into this i thought only having a postpartum experience while taking them i wouldn't really know what it would be like without but that really wasn't true because for me the effects were really short term so it didn't seem to be accumulative at all and like I stated before I've already been diagnosed with depression so I was expecting the PPD to come on hard so I think that the placenta consumption would really benefit someone who only experiences baby blues um, but not full-on PPD I think most people will need other means of therapy if they have really intense PPD I felt the effects most intensely early on. The earlier I was postpartum, the more I felt it. And so now I don't really notice much of a difference if I take them. In those early days, I would take like four to six capsules. And within a few hours, I was like very emotional. And I was just no longer in that dark place for a few hours. But it was so short-lived, unfortunately. But there were a few times where... I would just look at Ash and just cry because I felt such powerful emotions. Um, and it was really overwhelming, but in a good way, of course. Um, but I was just in awe and I just felt so connected to him. It was really neat. And I really needed that, especially during the like really dark and tough postpartum days because it's so isolating and you feel so numb, so... It was just really cool to be able to experience that. So this effect for me, it seemed to get less intense as my hormones began to regulate. So I actually decided to save the rest of the capsules that I have for topical use. Um, I have done a couple placenta face masks and I was actually really impressed. I will say the smell uh, its kind of tough to just let it sit there because it has a very irony and earthy smell and like just knowing what it is it makes it less intolerable like uh it just messes with your head a little bit (laughs) um but I did mix it with coconut oil and I just let it sit on my face and having coconut oil on your face usually makes your face feel really oily and like kind of greasy and So when I washed that off, I was shocked, like my face, it felt really, really firm, like very firm, very supple, and tight but soft, which with just coconut oil, that doesn't happen, so it was cool, but... um, The last time that I did the mask, I was like, okay, I have to mix something with this to cover up the smell because I can't (laughs) handle it. So I put a drop of tea tree oil in it because it has a really strong smell. And I could not smell the placenta at all. So if you are wanting to use it for any topical use and you don't want to smell it, (laughs) just add some essential oil. I literally added one drop, so you don't need much. To mask the smell. It's actually pretty common for animal placentas to be used in cosmetics to achieve that type of result. So I guess it's not really surprising. I've just never used products that have placentas in them. <laughs> so I don't know what the experience would be like. But it is a thing. And people pay good money for it. So using your own placenta I feel like is kind of a no-brainer, right? <laughs> but there were some questions i wanted to answer and oh my gosh i feel bad because these questions were asked so long ago and i'm like just now doing this but do you think it truly helped what did it help with the most so i think it was most helpful within the first three ish weeks which that's really when we need that boost the most anyway i do think it was helpful but the effects were short-lived um it helped a lot with the initial shock of childbirth so it was really hard for me to look at ash and like feel a connection like you're my baby um i just felt really weird and numb for a while so the effects of the placenta were really therapeutic for me mentally um since i was able to really feel and establish that bond with him i felt ultra sensitive which i really enjoyed so all of those things but then it was also beneficial topically like i didn't i haven't used it for diaper rash or anything like that but the masks i'm like totally down for <laughs> um would you do it again for baby number 2 if there's a baby number two, (laughs) Um, yes, I would do it again. I can't stomach the thought of just like letting a facility throw it out or sell it, which yes, that happens. (laughs) Whenever hospitals keep your placenta, they capitalize off of it. But that is a whole different rabbit hole (laughs) that I don't want to get into. Um, So yeah, I I would definitely do it. Whether it is Keeping all of the capsules for topical use or ingesting them. I would, I would probably do kind of what I did this time, like taking them for a couple weeks and then just saving the rest of them. Because I had like 150-ish capsules. So what was the initial effect and how many have you taken? Uh, so like I said, I had about 150 capsules and I took all of them besides like 10 Um, so I have, you know, about 10 left that I plan on using for face masks. So I took about 140-ish and I covered the initial effect. So any bad side effects? No, not at all. Um, the burping after you take them is like pretty gross. (laughs) But no, there were no bad side effects. And I took a lot of them in the beginning. Like you can't really overdose on them. How do you deal with the judgment from friends or family who think it's too woo-woo? <laughs> so, I already do enough shit that my family judges me for that I don't even I don't even bat an eye at the judgment and at this point. Like I'm sure there are so many of my family members that have a lot of opinions about the way I do things and I mean everything I did starting with pregnancy, you know. Like, I just did everything my way, and I don't know. I personally don't care. I don't do these things with other people in mind. If you know, you know. And it's not my job to provide updated information. If people think something is weird and they genuinely want to understand it better, they'll look it up. And they'll, you know, they'll research into it themselves. I just can't imagine the energy it would take me to provide all of my reasoning behind all of the decisions that i make because pretty much everything i do is unconventional at this point and i have a very traditional family they just do everything by the book um and most of the things i do were against the grain and i think they're used to it by now so i don't know if anything i do still shocks them (laughs) Did you save any raw placenta to eat? No, that was where I drew the line. So yeah, that, that would have made me super nauseous, just knowing what's in there. Uh, it's definitely like a mind fuck for me. And the last question is, I heard that the placenta filters out the bad stuff, so can it be harmful to eat? No, that's actually not true. So using the term filter is a bit misleading it's more like a gatekeeper to keep some toxins out um but there's nothing stored in the placenta so these are all still expelled through the mother what's left in the placenta are vitamins minerals and hormones but there are not toxins actually found stored in the placenta so yeah that was it Thank you guys for listening. If you have any other questions regarding the whole placenta encapsulation ordeal, (laughs) then you can message me at KylieAmanda. The Y is a V, by the way. Make sure you follow me there so you stay updated on any future episodes. Thanks for listening.